Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. It's me. I'm back. And Jenny. Welcome back. Wow. I couldn't, I didn't know what my with me. Was. I got scared. It's me. Yeah. I'm back. Yes, yeah. it is I. That's great improv. You did exactly yes, what thank you. the audience yes, wanted. Yes. <laughs> so we're back, uh, continuing our topic of Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we're going to talk McHugh. about uh, McHugh, as everyone knows it's called, and um, <laughs> and uh, talk about WandaVision, um, the best thing WandaVision. on TV since, um, WandaVision. <clears throat> since what? Since I mean, sliced bread. I guess since... I should find out if you guys actually liked it before I invite you to say mm. how much you love it. Yeah, I like we, it. Wait, are we, should we stop right now and post this part and then ask people for their comments and get the audience? Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Yes. Right. Leave us a comment. We Please. really don't want to be on the wrong side of this. What shows do you like? Ring the oh, bell, like, and subscribe. Uh, please post the comments below if you think Justin and Jenny liked WandaVision. <laughs> and if so, why do you think they liked it? Are they going to tell you why? They liked it, but don't just write that in the comments. Uh, speculate so amongst yourselves. Exactly. We want to know why you... Even after we say, still tell us why we liked it and tell us why we're wrong yeah. about why we liked if it. If you don't yeah, agree you why they liked it, <laughs> please comment yeah. below. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should probably just pause now and take some notes. So did you guys like WandaVision? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want to go? I, I don't. I think the people are here for you. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, okay. Uh, yes, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a uh, fairly unqualified yes. I I liked some parts more than others. Um, you know, there were there were ups and downs. There were, <laughs> you know, there were there were peaks and valleys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the deers um, and zeniths, perhaps. There were ebbs and flows. <laughs> All of those, every contrast you can think of. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, well, yeah, so, I mean, we can, we have to kind of break the show down. I can tell Justin loved it. So I just can say right now, if you didn't like it, you wouldn't be so flustered. You're, you're like, I can tell you got a lot to say about it, which means you loved it. I do have things yeah, to say about it. I have to like yeah. get into the nitty gritty to really explain specifically what I liked about it and yeah. what, I didn't like about it as much. No. There's a lot of stuff going on in general, though. Yeah, I would 100% say that uh, it's you know it's worth watching. I think it does help immensely to have watched the um, mm -hmm. uh, Avengers movies before this. Like seriously, like it would have been like it was you know it was already a bit weird. <laughs> it would have been really confusing to just dive into this if if I wasn't uh, familiar mm -hmm. with the Avengers mm -hmm. stuff. So. Uh, so if anyone, you know, is thinking about watching this and, uh, hasn't seen, watch that stuff first, at least, I mean, if you watch more Marvel stuff, it probably helps more, but that was all I saw and it really did make a huge difference. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, with that context, like it helps a lot because it's, it's already a disorienting show, you know, yeah. it, it drops you in, it, 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 it gradually like reveals what it's doing um and so you know you want to be like drawn into it and you don't want to be just completely confused about everything all the time you know mm -hmm. you want to be confused about what there's the some things you're supposed to know stuff. like you're supposed yeah. to right. care about where the characters left off right from before yeah exactly 
Exactly. Yeah. And you know, there's like, I mean, going into the show, there's a big question, you know, that I had at least, which was like, um, yeah, so like we watch those movies and like, um, did Vision die? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw him die on screen. So yeah. like, how is this happening? Right? It's like, is it a timey wimey thing? Is it yep. an alternate universe? Is it, you know, yep. it's like, you don't know where they're going. So it's like a huge open question that you don't even know, I think, is an open question if you don't have it. So anyway, that, I feel like that's like kind of a huge deal. Um, just as a caveat, but if you do that work and you're you're into that stuff, it's, I think like our treat, I mean, to me, after the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. uh, Avengers movies, which are like, you know, they're fun, and I enjoyed them and I don't regret for a second watching them. You know, I mean, they are, you know, in a sense, like conventional action movies, you know, at their at their core, like that's how they function. They want to feature action sequences of, of superheroes mm-hmm. and adjacent people doing the crazy stuff that they do. That's like a big part of the selling point. Just like, you know, if you watch Walking Dead, you're going there, you know, you're going to see zombies, like killing zombies is like part of every episode because like, mm-hmm. that's why you're there. Right. So with Avengers, sure. They have other stuff. They have character stuff. They have stories. It's great. All that stuff was good for me, but they're, they're really featuring the action and the spectacle. Mm-hmm. And this what this, it did get a little more like that towards the end. Um, but like a lot of this was, was very different from that. It was kind of shocking in terms of the, you know, the, the concept, it's a very high concept show. Mm -hmm. Uh, they, they really tried something I think unique and, and interesting. And, uh, I think, you know, succeeded on, on a lot of levels. Um, uh, there was a lot of thought put into it and it's a crazy idea and, Mm -hmm. You know, my problems with the show mostly boil down to like some of the stuff, some of the stuff in the in the outside world and then some of the stuff that, you know, just kind of connects the dots of the story, you know, just finer details, I guess, of, of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's really where my problems come in with with the show. But um yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I I was I was pretty impressed. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give it a pretty big thumbs up. Nice. So, uh I would say I I did enjoy it. I would say it was at its best when it was most mysterious. Mm-hmm. And uh part of that is just obviously a matter of taste. I think um that mysteries are more interesting than answers. Uh even though we crave answers. And so I, I'd say a, a really fantastically destabilizing pilot. Uh, I just, I was really impressed by um, the early part of the season, but, um, but in, in particular, the, the weird and kind of creepy trajectory of the pilot was fantastic and mm-hmm. um the way that they uh raise questions because of course the whole premise of the show is um is totally confusing um if you <laughs> have have watched um if you have a, even a little bit of familiarity with with the characters i mean mm-hmm. as justin pointed out we see vision die we see you know uh 
you know, Wanda in the contemporary world. And now we're watching this very convincing 50s sitcom. I was impressed by how well they committed to that style. They mm-hmm. really like showed patience with that. Yes. Yeah. And it paid off in that, in that dinner party scene when, when they mm-hmm. asked how they met and like, it really disturbs you to, to watch their faces and mm-hmm. to wonder like, wait a minute, what, um, what is happening here yeah you, what do they know like, yeah there's know. so many variables at play and you can't really ground yourself on any of them so you don't even understand how the other characters are interpreting their world so when they start breaking what you thought was a wall right why are they asking a question why are they so determined to find out where they came from and why they're in this town and that's when the things got you know unconventional for this for this you know sitcom world that they're in right and you're like well how, how are they thinking that you know and and so even if we, you know something about wanda's powers you know obviously if you've seen the avengers movies age of ultron one of the first things you find out is she can manipulate minds so you're like okay even if she's this is some okay maybe you can't explain why it appears as a sitcom quite yet but in terms of why the other people are in the world you're like oh maybe she's mind controlling them but then you're like but wait if she's my control, then why are they asking these questions? You know, so what is it? How, what, where is their consciousness, you know, on that kind of spectrum? So yeah, just right off the bat, you're just like right. the, the, you don't really get to really land anywhere with like how this is all making any sense. And like you said, like they committed to the format and that's what you rest on. I think you, and that's, I think what makes the show work. It, because everything can be confusing, right? There has to be right. something from you to, to 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 counterbalance the the mysteries with something that's grounded. And what's grounding all of the episodes, for the most part, is is the the sitcom conventions we all know and love, right? Mm-hmm. So I think yeah, I think it's like so genius. It's such a genius way. Even if it wasn't an Avengers story, just a, by mm-hmm. itself, the structure is amazing. Like the concept is amazing. And then on top of that, you're like, oh, this is a world. I, I can have this structure and story because specifically of this really unique character uh, and what she's able to do. And we're going to explore how she can, how this could even happen, you know? And then what's great on top of that is she doesn't even know in the beginning how it happened. And it's a journey for her to figure out what, like, huh? I did what? You know, and yeah. yeah, so it's 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 like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it, there's just so much. It's like a buffet of interesting things happening every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. I and I'll I'll ex- explain what I mean by this later if if you care to hear it. But I think it was for me either a little bit too long, like a, a bit too many episodes, or a bit too few. Like, I think there were some elements that they threw in that they didn't really get to elaborate on that much. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it could have been a tidier uh, ex- trajectory if there were a couple episodes fewer or if they'd have um, given us a little more on some of the stuff that they introduced later. And also, like, I'm just not that into witches. Mm-hmm. So the, the reveal with um with agatha harkness i i don't know i i didn't find that the most i don't know i didn't like her 
revealed character as much as I liked her, um, you know, just as the neighbor. I thought mm-hmm. that, that her as the neighbor was like amazing. I think she did a freaking phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when the witch thing came out, I, I just felt like I'd seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I that may not be a popular opinion, especially among fans who I know we we were talking to some other folks who are fans of the comics and were really excited to see that character um, yeah. mm-hmm. show up. But uh, that character, you know, we were not familiar with that character. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, was I wasn't that familiar with the character either. I I had heard that there, I heard of the character in general, uh, but I didn't, I wasn't one of those people who knew from the comics that this is a character that, you know, has crossed paths with one before and is a witch and would tie in thematically to being the villain of the season. But Catherine Hahn, I've I've been a fan of hers for a really long time. She is just like the best. She's just yeah. really the best. And I think, yeah, exactly what you said. Like what she was doing as the neighbor character, and and like, and it kept changing. That's the other thing. It's like mm-hmm. what the and, and that was adding to the mystery mm-hmm. of like she's not being consistent. She's consistent in like a broad sense. You know, of like, okay, yeah. she's going to come in and she's going to support and she's going to have these kind of jokes and she's going to do these things. But but it kept evolving, like what she was, how mm-hmm. she was responding to things. Like that one moment, right, when uh, Vision, uh, it's when they first have the, the babies, I think, and um, uh, she, uh, she, um, Agatha, Agnes comes over to babysit. And and like uh, Vision throws off the flow of the dialogue by saying yeah. no or something. She's like, oh wait, you yeah. may take it from the top. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, you're, I, you're, you're uh, conscious of what? What's happening here? You're acting. This is you. This isn't like this isn't um um uh, uh Wanda. Sorry, <laughs> this isn't Wanda. Like putting mind control in you and making you say words this is you thinking this is what wanda wants you to do this is your natural talent within the context of you being a character performing this shtick to Mm -hmm. in some sense you know uh for self-preservation in this Mm -hmm. reality that you're in it's insane you know So it's like, oh, Wanda isn't like making them say that, but she's somehow encouraging them to play these roles, and this is how they're choosing to play it. And then sometimes they can push against that, you know. And then of course we realize she's unique. Uh, right. She was never, you know, she was acting the whole time, which I thought I thought that was such a great reveal. Even even if you knew, I thought it, what was cool was even if you knew that she was the villain of the season, that whole little montage that it was Agatha all along. I thought was really cool because it showed that she wasn't just hanging around doing nothing. She was actually antagonizing and really mm-hmm. creating some of the most interesting situations the whole time because of like what she wanted to find out about how Wanda even did all this, you know? So it becomes like a detective story from her, from her point of view. It's just this elaborate way to like <laughs> yeah. figure out how this powerful person did this thing and can I steal their power, please and thank you, you know. So was, I, I thought the character was like really had so many dimensions, and I, I do agree. Like once she, you know, when she's just Agatha, um, she, she, I think there were, you know, she wasn't operating at eleven, right? 
Uh, she was playing a different thing, uh, so that that comes off differently. But um, but I like the whole reveal. I thought it was just a cool reveal, and 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 especially like the the Pietro thing, like trying to figure out how that made any sense within the context of the world. So did you guys catch that? Like, yeah. were you familiar with the casting of those characters, and did that play off to you the way it's supposed to? Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. When we saw, I feel like maybe I'm missing something. I I don't know what what do you mean. So, so um, uh, there's been two actors who played that character, Pietro, aka Quicksilver. So one, uh, one is the the guy that was in um, one did the X Men movies as Quicksilver, and then uh, one yeah. uh, was in Age of Ultron. Who? Oh, it was a meta reference. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know so, that. I didn't know that. I thought there was something I was missing there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So when he okay. shows up and she's like, "Oh, your brother's at the door," and we're expecting to see the guy from Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. uh, and when it's not him, when it's the guy who played X who played Quicksilver in a non, you know, technically non Marvel Studios version, oh, which, is, okay. which is like a different reality, a different canon. Like that was mind, like it's 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 absolutely mind-blowing and in the meta way that that happened like it makes no sense right like she conjured her brother up and it's and it's the guy who looks like you know the actor who played him wow. in a whole thing so it it's really crazy yeah, and so that's, yeah so but but then when you see it was agatha all along it gives a different context to how that happened you know because some people were theorizing that because even you know, Pietro said, I don't know why I look different, right? He's telling Wanda, like, I don't know, you, you, this is all you're doing. Somehow I look different, right? And, but when you know it's Agatha creating a thing, and then, you, then really the, in, the reveal in the world is that there's just a guy named, what is it, Stephen Boner or whatever his name was. He's just an actor, and, and he's just another person who was mind controlled, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just happens to look like the actor in our world who plays, Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. And that's the answer. American so, Horror Story is Evan Peters. Evan yeah. Peters, yeah. I couldn't place his name. Yeah, yeah. Evan Peters, who, who's great. And he's a great Quicksilver. Like, he's one of the best things about those movies when he's in them. Uh, so, like, that was a whole crazy thing that not only were, like, in this, you know, reality-bending concept of, wait, is Vision really real? What reality is this? What is Wanda really doing here? Now she seemingly conjured up a different reality's version of her brother. Like, so it made it even crazier, like, what was... Yeah, so that didn't work on us, because I didn't know that. Which which X-Men movie? The old ones? Uh, the, the, the newer ones, the... Um... Ah. The, like, days of future past and the new the ones i haven't seen yeah okay no. okay yeah so I, um, I was not able to catch that i knew it was a different actor from the ultra movie obviously yeah. uh so i got that but i didn't realize there was like a, so, an extra level there yeah when they so and then the episode after that i think they the previously on or something they actually show a a, a shot from pietro dead in age of ultron 2 and you clearly see age of ultron 2 sorry Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Right. Um, uh, and you clearly see it's a different actor. And then they mm-hmm. cut to Evan Peters. You know? Um, so they're just telling you, oh, yeah, by the way, like, you're right. We are referencing that this is a different person. Um, yeah. I thought it was very funny the the way that that rolls. Because we did recognize that it wasn't the actor from Ultron. And then they cut to, you know, Catherine Denning. And she's like, 
she recast her brother yeah she, yeah i mean i think even if you don't know about this x-men thing i think it works in terms of the you know all of this this send up this like luxuriating in mm -hmm. the uh conventions and and sort of foibles of television over the years you know there's so many famous yep. recasts mm -hmm. where you're just supposed to accept the that that is the person mm -hmm. that was always you know aunt vivian always looks like mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you know like no one acknowledges it because you're not supposed to notice or something mm -hmm. um so yeah i like that they engaged with that and it is really really bizarre and uh you know i do like the agatha um you know being who she is and and being an agent of chaos and all mm -hmm. of this like it does provide an explanation for some of this stuff yeah. In the end, you know, if they didn't have an explanation, we'd be like, they never explained why Pietro is different, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Um, yeah, they still. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to kind of change the topic and say that I also loved Monica Rambo. So. Oh that, yeah, well, I will talk about Monica Rambo all fucking yeah. day long. I mean, <laughs> Fiona Paris is such a great actress. As soon as I saw her in the cast, I was like, oh, well, now it's a party. Like yeah. I and I, I was just like, oh, okay, this is this will be interesting. And uh her character I thought was really well done for for what she, you know, for the small amount of screen time she had, you know, for a character like that, you know, because I guess she's she's sort of like the third or fourth kind of main character, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh I, I yeah, I was really just I was really impressed uh with how the character, you know, she just shows up at the pool party thing and you're just like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. this they she's just another person in this world you know don't think anything of it um and then when you find out oh she's from the outside and there's a whole operation and uh i remember the first few episodes of wandavision thinking this is what lost wanted to be like the the way they were juggling the mysteries but would pay them off in a very straightforward way, but like satisfying way because the answer is actually still fantastical. You know, it's like, how did you get to the barrier? Well, I like, you know, got smashed through by Wanda or whatever, you know, whatever. Like, uh, you know, so it's just like, I remember that energy and like when, like, especially by the third one, when you see the events from, it's basically like a flashback, you see the events from Monica's perspective. You know, like coming to the coming to Westview, and then like seeing it was like a, it was like an X Files episode, right? When she yeah. shows up in yes. Randall Park, right? And it's like, yeah, this is like the new Skull, Mulder and Scully, you know, just like investigating a mystery, um, and then it just turns out to be like, you know, Wanda is the the villain of the freak of the week or whatever, you know. But I just love like they were able to come at the same story from a completely different angle, and it still be really fascinating because I'm like, this could have been the pilot. You could have started with Monica trying right. to figure out what's happening here, and then we then Darcy finds out that there's a broadcast. And you're like, wait a minute, there's a TV broadcast coming from this like bubble thing, and and wait, it's Wanda and Vision. Isn't Vision dead? Wait a minute, and it's a TV show, and it's a and no, where they and they actually in you know what I mean? You could have gone that way mm -hmm. with it too. And I thought, and I don't know. I'm like, maybe that would have been just as good. I don't know, but. Yeah, I'm so impressed with the the story and the characters and, and, and even where they got to with her, you know, kind of getting her own powers and um, and figuring that out. And um, so that's a character, you know, that we, we kind of first see in uh, the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, we see, and that took place in the 80s. 
um and so she's a she's a young girl in that so that story is is about captain marvel and and maria rambo monica's mother so that's who they reference when maria is Mm -hmm. talking to the uh the dude and he's like you know your mother built this place and you know monica you should have been you know you should have been leading it um and the other thing i love about her character her story is when she came back from the blip you know in the hospital scene that was the first time we've seen yeah. what it looks like when people came back so that mm-hmm. was like a that was insane to see that to like mm-hmm. visualize like what did that how how did that work you know logistically you know and yeah. uh, which it was such a uh, again like felt like the lost or like the leftovers yeah, I thought that was fantastic because, you know, I think with the Avengers movies, I didn't even really, because um, everything is so fast paced. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't spend that much time thinking, you know, what would that world look like? And and um, in Endgame, you don't see much of that. I mean, you get an indication of the strain that, um, uh, like, the Black Widow and some of the others have been under during this five years, but mm-hmm. it, it's only a tiny glimpse, and I think we talked about this on, on our previous podcast, um, but it really would be crippling to societies around the world. I mean, that, that is a <laughs> major mm-hmm. um, challenge, and to say the least. And so, yeah, to see people come back from that, to see a little indication of that, even though they didn't go super deep into it, which mm-hmm. it's, I understand why they didn't want to go too leftovers with it, um, it still is, like, fascinating to me to see that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's uh, a crazy, yeah. yeah, it's such a crazy reality to be, to just come back and, like, for everybody else, it's been five years and they don't know what happened to you. And then you're back and you're like, I don't even know where I went and everything's completely. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot they could dig into there for sure. Um, what did you guys think of the, the sort of just how the, how the sitcom format kind of evolved episode to episode? uh yeah that was interesting um yeah they really uh they really took it to the next level because they could have just done like the 50s thing the whole time Mm -hmm. and i feel like that would have been enough um to make the basic point but yeah (laughs) it ended up being this like you know trip through you know american sitcom history (laughs) yeah the changing styles of the American sitcom uh, mm-hmm. as illustrated in this like bizarre way. I, yeah, no, I thought it was really, I thought it was really cool how they actually tried to, you know, really try to like capture the, the different eras um, in, in TV sitcoms and uh, we got to go through them and stuff. Like that stuff was a lot of fun. I mean, I, I love the early plots, like the first one where there's this plot where like they have a thing on the calendar and the heart and they don't know what it means and (laughs) try to like figure out what it is. And like, to me, like that was a lot of fun. And then I love the second one when like Vision eats some gum and then it like makes him drunk or something like that. And they show like cartoon gears inside him, like with gum in them. It's like, 
so ridiculous. I mm-hmm. I couldn't believe I was actually watching that. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, like, to me, that stuff was probably the the most fun part of the show was like yeah. the the weird quirky sitcom stuff mm-hmm. uh and then you know even going so far as doing commercials um, yeah i appreciated that as well like there was a lot of yeah so i i i definitely think like i would probably say that i would probably say that that aspect of the show was the most successful as far as i'm concerned it's not the only thing i liked about the show but it was it was sort of the most like fully realized thing that was really unique in a particular way um, mm-hmm. to this show. You know, I've seen sitcom throwbacks before. You know, I've seen I've seen Marvel characters before. But to to combine those, and mm-hmm. then not only to do that, but to really like not just throw back to one era, but to multiple eras. I mean, it's just. There, there was just a lot of effort there uh, and, and they really captured something with that, I think. Uh, so yeah, I, I really, uh, I really appreciated that part of the show. I think, um, I think my, uh, I think, so like initially, I, I'm trying to think about how to say this. Um, I'm sorry, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil um, <laughs> the movie Cabin in the Woods. Um, so there's this movie Cabin in the Woods and spoiler um, alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. And uh, uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's fun. Um, you know, I actually like rewatched that recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it pairs well with this because they definitely have mm-hmm. some things in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like initially, uh, when the show started, it felt like a Cabin in the Woods thing. Like I thought that's I thought that's what we were watching. Mm-hmm. You know, basically that you know, uh, the scenario was being created from the outside, right? And they were the manipulated people mm. taking part in mm. the story, you know, like it is in, in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like that's not too much of a spoiler because you find that out pretty early in Cabin in the Woods. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so like, you know, I thought that, but, you know, then, um, you know, then like Monica gets shot out of there Mm-hmm. and she's like it's wanda it's all wanda mm-hmm. and it's like oh okay so it is like cabin in the woods but it's actually being created from the inside mm-hmm. and they're just watching it from the outside so i think that i think that was an interesting twist and like you said earlier it did fit well with the idea of wanda as you know having these having these powers over the brain i guess like that she could like generate this whole world mm-hmm. and even going so far as to generate whole characters i guess mm-hmm. um you know not just like controlling people but like creating out of yeah ether like entirely new characters and the ending even implies that you know somehow somehow there's some some reality to what yeah. she created i don't know um so so mm-hmm. it gets it gets very that's basically um, so that's basically what we what what the show has told us about her power is she's able to manipulate and create reality yeah so that's you know on the scale of powers in in the mcu that's on the higher end uh when yeah you can, when you can uh warp uh do reality warping as they call it and like and so and that's what i love about Agatha, you know, just in terms of the villain having an interesting 
motive, you know, like, yeah, she'd want to figure out what the hell's happening here. Um, you know, um, and I loved how her story started. Like, I I actually thought it said something interesting about witches because I like I just thought the way her backstory started, you know, Salem, blah blah blah. Yes, know. yes, yeah. The Salem it, flashback was like such a left field thing. Like I yeah. couldn't believe they did that either. That was like, are you well, it was serious? Cool. It, was, it was a cool introduction because we've seen that scene a million times. Mm-hmm. But, it, but, it's got a twist. Usually, yeah, but usually it's the townspeople burning the witch, yeah. and they're, they're and then half the time they're not really a witch. You know, right. but okay, it's right. a fantasy story, so they'll be a witch, you know, and then they'll use their powers to get out. And then it's like, oh, it's not that. It's witches no. putting another witch on trial. It's witches burning. And, and, yeah. and then she's like, they're all like, you know, trying to destroy her. And she's like, yeah, give me some more. And you're like, oh, shit. She set this all up. She's turning the tables on them. And then it's like, yeah. one of them's her mother. And then yeah. she just destroys the whole coven. And then you're like, oh shit, Wanda's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, okay, okay. And that's the other thing I really love too, that you had like this matchup between this expert witch, which in a way the story kind of tell I mean, if we think of Wanda as like a mutant, right? Like normal X-Men mutants, then really kind of what a witch is is just someone with, you know, genetic based powers. And they and we just call that a witch versus a witch being like something from a different context that's how i that's how i take their definition of witches because like wanda is supposed to be a mutant just like you know wolverine or cyclops right she's got genetic her powers come from genetic mutations uh like professor x all those people right but if but if it's like okay then if that's just what witches are mutants who have these kind of powers that we would call witch powers i'm like oh that's interesting you know because uh, it answers the question, where do witches get their powers from, right? Besides just like right. sorcery or witchcraft. They just like tap into yeah. mystical So it's like, no, they're, they're actually, yeah, they actually have real powers. It's not just like they're conjuring it from nature or something. It's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're sort of internal. Yeah, I, I will say that that was the other. So there, there were like three big, there were like three big things that I enjoyed about the show. I would say the first thing was the sitcom stuff. Mm-hmm. The second thing was the ragtag crew um, on the outside. Yeah, they were um, great. I they had a great dynamic, yeah. and right. I enjoyed like how that went. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then, uh, and then the third thing was the witch lore. The witch lore was great. Uh, I'm I'm all about that. I don't know, like to me, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I maybe because I'm a, I'm a horror fan or something, but I I just like the idea of like you know, having, like, a story that's, like, specifically about, like, witches witching other witches. <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's just, like, it's kind yeah. of crazy uh, in that way. You know, there's, there's mm-hmm. like, a touch of, of Rosemary's baby to, to, the, mm-hmm. to the idea here, uh, you know, with Agatha. Um, and, you uh, uh, and yeah, there's there, there's even babies involved, but yeah, it's it's uh, it was interesting to me that it led up to this big reveal, which I actually felt slightly spoiled on. Of course, I didn't know what it meant, but like every time I looked up, you know, the Avengers and stuff online, it would say, you know, blah blah blah, Charlie Elizabeth Witch. Olsen, Wanda Maximoff slash Scarlet Witch, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I, and, and I'm like, they never called her that in the Avengers yeah. movies. They never. And they Scarlet they Witch. say that, yeah, they say that in WandaVision. They say, yeah. uh, oh, she doesn't have a code name. No, no code name. 
Yeah. So it's a weird thing. What's weird is it it's not supposed to be a spoiler. It's like saying, oh, that's Wolverine. Oh, I I didn't, you know, know his name was Wolverine. It's like you're gonna know his name is Wolverine when you go see the movie. So yeah, it's it's it was always weird that no one had called her that or given her that name. And, And so it was really interesting that they made that they actually got a mythology, you know, point out of it, right? It wasn't just like oh, this is just her cold name because she has witch powers. No, there's an actual concept of the Scarlet Witch. Like, Yeah, exactly, the witch, yeah. The witch who has chaos magic and is it's like... It's like a prophecy. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and That's why you like it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, you nailed it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, then, and then you have the you have the, uh, the dark hole, the book of darkness, right? Anytime yep. there's a book... With Secret book uh, lore. Yeah. Ah! yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all over it. I have the yeah. Night Gate. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is like, this is like a. a there is something seventies. There's something seventies about. Yeah, the, the the witches fighting each other somehow. But that's what I love. Is that dichotomy between you've got like Wanda, who's like this untrained witch like she doesn't know the basics right which is first yeah of all, she like, didn't even really know well, we didn't even but that's what's great like, like that's what's great is, is the i mean the audience in terms of the the mcu movies don't know there's a basic thing to learn about which like we didn't yeah. know that either so it's not like we're waiting this whole time like through like it in game going I hope Wanda knows the basis of being a witch. It's like, no, that's not a thing we've been worried about. That's not even a concept they've introduced, you yeah. know? And so the fact that this show was going to end up with she is the Scarlet Witch. This is a thing. This is the answer to what she is. We didn't even know we were, We there was a question to ask. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know what? that was even up for yeah. the or whatever. So, so, that's what, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, getting a present and you're like, Oh, not only do you have a present, but it's also your birthday. You're like, what? It's like double the fun. I didn't even know that I was supposed to be expecting this. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that reveal was really well done and really interesting. But anyway, my point was like the dichotomy between her, the super powerful Scarlet Witch, who doesn't know the basics, versus this, you know, seasoned professional witch, you know, whose whose superpower, by the way, is taking other witches' powers. Right. right? She wasn't yeah. just like, oh, I'm I'm really powerful too. It's like, no, I know uh, I'm an expert at this stuff and my specialty is taking people's power. So I'm like, God, that's such a perfect matchup. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like if I can take that power, like I'll be the most powerful. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, it's like a credible threat because you can't just be like, I'll be more powerful because that's not how the lore works. So like, but I can take it. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of a way around it, yeah, around the problem of like being too powerful to like be threatened by anything, basically. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what did you say? No, I just said it's the perfect defense. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime. And we've seen that before where it's like people who mm-hmm. like armor that soaks up anything that, you know, hits it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just for the record, I, I like uh those kinds of stories as well i just think they work better written than shown mm. I, you know i don't i just don't love watching witches flying around with their like, <laughs> rustling skirts and you know lace up bodices you know <laughs> like i pined after at the mall in the late 90s like, i just don't you know i don't i don't dig that stuff but i do i love a prophecy i love the the mythology the lore behind it the suggestion mm-hmm. of this whole 
uh, bigger world. I I am a little um, uh, undereducated in terms of the MCU. You know what what we know and and should know about the Scarlet Witch. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting. I I just I don't know. I was a big fan. You know, you made the comparison to the X Files earlier. I was a big fan of the X Files back in the day. Obviously, not the reboot, which was the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, but the, you know, the idea of like conspiracies and, mm-hmm. uh, government and quasi government entities. And, um, I really wanted to know, um, did I already, did I already go on a rant about, uh, wanting an explanation about how it was that Monica ended up at this place? In the oh, world? no, you didn't. Please go ahead. Cause that's your thing. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, this is no, I have my nitpicking details. You know, we're going to talk about letter gate. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. So I know we're, we're jumping around a lot too. And part of it is we watch these episodes in rapid succession. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I do that, I have a little trouble like differentiating like what exactly happened in which episodes. But anyway, um, the, so the, the catalyzing incident here, uh, or, or, the, the catalyst for Monica Rambo ending up at um, at this town mm-hmm. is that uh, you know she she comes back after the blip mm-hmm. and she returns to work and the the director tells her well you can't go on the normal kind of missions that you want to go on but I do need your help with this missing persons case in New Jersey the FBI needs our help mm-hmm. um, and so she goes there. And it's immediately suspicious, uh, right? There, there's this town. These two law enforcement officials are like, there's no town. And, like, you can see the town and you see the sign, right? The viewer can see these things. And, uh, and so anyway, right, she goes in and there's this suggestion that, you know, not just anyone could walk into this place, but something about Monica's uh, ch- cancer treatment or her, I don't know, her connection to captain marvel whatever it is for some reason she is able to just walk in and survive like going in there and actually even maintain some level of consciousness mm-hmm. uh to where we you know we see her at a certain point say to um you know say to to uh wanda like oh your your brother was killed by ultron right the thing that triggers her getting thrown out of the place right yeah okay and so then we find out much later that Hayward uh, was was lying about the body um, and what he was doing with Vision's mm, body, mm-hmm. and that he was trying to create a weapon out of Vision's body, and that he uh, suspected that um, that Wanda was the key to sort of re-empowering Vision's body in some mm-hmm. way, and that she was there and. Then she goes to this town in New Jersey and she creates this, the hex. Yeah. She creates this, this alternate thing going on. So we're, so either we are supposed to believe that it's a total coincidence that Hayward sends this special person, Monica Rambo, to this FBI need. And it just so happens that inside of this place, our our Wanda and Vision, and that it creates the opportunity for Hayward to do what he wanted to do, which is weaponize Vision. Or they don't explain to us his machinations. 
Do you get what I'm saying? I think so. I think I I think we're supposed to think that he was, you know, tracking Vision's body, you know, in the hex. Um well, yeah, I guess it's not we're not clear when that started. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna know um, when that Yeah, that's that's started. the key point, I think. I wanna know when that started. It because... didn't really bother me, but then when she brought it up, I was like, Oh yeah. Oops. So it's not I, I I would say like it doesn't bother me because I mean it bothers me obviously, but it doesn't bother me, bother me because I can imagine possible explanations for this. I just think it would be interesting to hear that story. Yeah, they didn't really get I, it. I, I, I guess it's done. supposed to be coincidental, right? I think it's supposed to be, you know, um, uh, S.W.O.R.D. is this organization that specializes in these weird phenomenas, right? And so they got another case, and this is just the case Monica got. And it's just a coincidence that it leads to exactly what Hayward wanted. I uh, find that very. I the I, I feel like that kind of has to be the case because other otherwise it doesn't explain why Hayward wouldn't have already you know for instance had his operation set up around the hex right. Um, why did he wait for Monica to find it? if i'm if i'm remembering the story correctly right they only get set up there after she finds the place right but it didn't take that long well they moved fast. it was only a few days Mm -hmm. so i think it was like six days he says like six days earlier he claims is when wanda showed up to try to get vision's body Mm -hmm. um it it's it's possible that he just tracked okay so here here is an explanation that i find compelling and that i wish they'd have told us so that i could put this to to bed is that um uh, hayward tracked her to where she went he observed what happened he realized that she had done some kind of spatial disturbance or whatever and then called in a missing persons to trick the fbi into going there so that he could send monica and have an excuse yeah but i just i i don't think he needs a reason like it doesn't make i don't know why he would he's in charge of this whole thing so he could you know why get the fbi involved right especially if he's got a nefarious or a self-serving point, right? I don't know. It's that's I, that didn't that didn't trip me up before. I have to go back and rewatch and see what they said about how that happened. I do agree that it feels like there's some dots that weren't connected. Uh, yeah, I do think it's supposed to be. I mean, the way I took it, I guess, is just you know suspension of disbelief. This is just how these things go, right? Why do Mulder and Scully always find a freak of the week, right? Um, that's kind of how I took it. But there's a reason for that, which is that people call the FBI when something weird is happening. Yeah, anyway, I, I will let well, it go, that, but I think uh, it's more interesting if it's not a random coincidence that happens to... I agree, but together. but then, yeah, I, I agree that it definitely would be more interesting. It just, but then that means Hayward would have been doing more than they showed us, right? And maybe he mm-hmm. was, like, maybe they was. That's what's crazy about this MCU stuff, they could pick up parts of this story and something else that they're making, right? 
uh, they can they can they can pick up on these threads and these characters and and add to it in another movie or TV show later. Um, so yeah, we could find they they could have a TV show of Sword and Hayward's you know on that show. You know what I mean? Like it's they do drop as you guys know from the Avengers movies, right? They do drop threads that they pick up later. And so sometimes things are like, oh, that doesn't make any sense or that, you know, that was weird or how does that fit in? And then they'll come back to it. So, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to see what other people, uh, I guess, like and subscribe and comment below if you <laughs> know why Hayward. Uh, yeah, I guarantee that someone is listening right now who heard something that I missed or put together some things that I didn't put together and like already has a really solid theory about what exactly happened mm -hmm. um, yeah but yeah i just uh you know not that i want that scene where you know like the scooby-doo scene where everything gets explained to you perfectly but i just felt that that piece um like the sword piece was a bit underdeveloped and it came across as just like a little bit broad and cliche like the instant you see him the instant mm -hmm. you see sword you're like oh. oh okay well these guys are evil and yeah, go ahead. I I thought there's another reason. Um, I can't quite remember. But I thought I thought when Hayward was explaining the mission to her that he seemed he made some comment about this would be a good thing for her to do specifically. You know, from her with her expertise. Um, oh, that was the other thing that reminded me of Lost. <laughs> when you have, I've been waiting to tell tell you guys this <laughs> since, you, since, since it's come out. But the whole concept of like, you know, this this world that's an alternative universe with special powers. It's a barrier, right? That's hard to get through. And then the whole thing with like, uh, it reminds me of the island, you know. <laughs> and then and then when yeah. Monica does the um, the drone test, right? She flies the drone in there. It reminded yeah. me of the rocket test. You yeah, know, like yeah. The whole thing. Bring in the scientists. Let's let's use science. Yeah. What's up with this thing? You know, I was like, yeah. God, such hitting the lost buttons. Science to study magic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but I thought there yeah, was I totally something agree. you said about, about why this mission would be good for her. But I, I agree. I think there's definitely some, like, the, there's a, some, some things that aren't connected to kind of how that started. I agree with that for sure. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoy it, but I guess that's part of what I'm, what I'm getting at with, by saying like, I think, cause there's, there's a way in which the series, like a, a big part of the series could have existed completely separate from the characters of the MCU and the, the powers mm -hmm. of Wanda. It's, it's a different kind of a story and it's really more of just a story of psychological delusion resulting mm -hmm. in grief and like mm -hmm. creating, and we've, we've seen stories like that. But I, I do love the way that the, the television, the sitcoms over the years uh, became this manifestation, like tapping into stereotypical um, ideas of, of um, you know, sitcoms presenting some, uh, some sort of I idealized vision and, and kind of creating some construct of the American family. Um, mm -hmm. I, I find that really compelling. And I think it, it does work for me that Wanda's powers allow her not simply to be having this delusion in her own mind, but to be taking others over. Mm -hmm. And I think that they get some real pathos oh, yeah. out of the fact that, um, that vision is not real. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, and, and, um, I, I think, 
the children are sort of a different matter. Uh, that was really baffling to me how quickly they rushed through that. I mean, it works on a comedic uh, level, but in terms of the pathos they want us to get out of the children, um, that was a little odd uh, for me. Um, the scene with the two visions is really mm-hmm. interesting, very philosophical. I love visions. God damn yeah. it. It's, yeah, the, it was... it's the perfect, it's like, there's, it's like the it's like the perfect characterization of that character. Like, wait, why are we fighting? I just want to talk. I'd like some more information. Oh, that's mm. the case. Okay, thanks. See ya. Like visions, not like even you know what I mean. Even given a a bat a directive from a from a villain character, or whatever. Like he's still vision, and like that's mm. the point, you know. And I thought that was such a cool anticlimactic fight, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it, yeah, and it's like, wait, I need to go process this. Um, uh, yeah, you can't have a weapon under your control that is also a philosopher and a very logical minded mm-hmm. thinker. Like mm-hmm. that's that's just not gonna work. Um I would have liked to have seen Hayward's response to that. I mean, he's, yeah. he's for years, for five years, he's been trying to create this weapon out of vision and he came so close. I mean, he got most of what he intended but he did not anticipate the the personality and mind of mm-hmm. the, of the weapon doing you know vision doing what he was so did. busy trying to figure out if he could he didn't stop <laughs> if he could. no i think it's still a could <laughs> like, like can you do can you reanimate that that uh, being is not mm-hmm. the same as can you control it? Can you mm-hmm. make it follow your agenda? Mm-hmm. And that was like the original thing with vision. Well, anyway, that's right? what I liked about what how he described his plan or his goal to to Wanda. It was just like he's a three billion dollar weapon or whatever. We just, we're just trying to see if we can wake it back up. Like it's like mm-hmm. it, it's great if it can be a weapon, but like of but to me, what I got from that scene was just like, of course they're gonna try. It doesn't matter if they succeed or fail. It's it's you know three billion dollars worth of vibranium, like supercomputer synthoid. Yeah, they're gonna try. Like they're gonna right. they're gonna they're gonna hook it up to something, see what they can do. Like that's the same thing Shield did, right? With the Tesseract. Let's fucking hook it up to some shit and see what we can do with it. Like that's the thing that they keep we keep finding with all these types of characters, you know, trying to you know gain power and and uh, dominance and control. Um, one of the things I loved about that whole thing with with hayward and when wanda comes to get his body is like first of all it was weird that he kind of lied he sort of lied to us in the beginning when he he intimated that like wanda came and stole vision's body and then that and we assumed that the vision we saw in the hex was his real body you know for a while um because we thought she stole his body and reanimated his body um and then it's you find out and then you find it's a lie so she go i just love that whole sequence where she goes to the sword headquarters and she's like you know i'm thinking you know they had you know they had raised attention by this point in the story and and um and you know she's she's walking in there and she's you know feeling anxious and grief stricken and stuff and we're thinking she can blow this place to hell with the blink of an eye She's going to get whatever she wants out of this. There is no one, literally no one can stop her. She's Wanda fucking Maximoff. Like, you guys just fucking get out of her way. And so I just love how they played it. You know, she was like checking at the front desk. You know what I mean? Like being a normal person, 
you know, and then she gets a little exacerbated. So she like blow, you know, uses her magic to kind of blow through the doors. And, and okay, so we go, she goes up to see Hayward and we're thinking she's just gonna, you know, choke this guy to death with her mental powers or something like what can he do like this is like what are you you know this is so such mismatched uh sort of power imbalance here you know uh and then yeah when he's like you know here's vision this is what we're doing and we're seeing her getting more emotional about it and you know this is like the first time she's seen him i think you know since this whole thing and um and then you know you we think oh she's gonna go and rescue her fucking basically husband and and like take the body and leave like yeah right and then they cut to like her walking in this sea of cars back to this mid-sized sedan one of the most powerful characters we've ever seen portrayed in the mcu and i was just like this is such this is genius like i'm so it's so subverting my expectations about what's about like first of all seeing an avenger drive a car like that was just like you just don't see that scene you know you don't really Mm -hmm. see those really really mundane aspects of them because she could fly if she wanted to but she's practical she's just gonna drive her car because she's like a normal person which is sort of the point of the whole story right is like Mm -hmm. just a person going through immense grief yeah so i i like i just like that they kept you know justin was saying the the work they put into it like they didn't just like have a couple good ideas and like ride them out they were just always continually doing new and interesting stuff Mm -hmm. even like the reveal of um you know when when agnes finally reveals herself and she's trying to you know uh, wanda's like i don't know how i did it so what do you what do you want from me and she's like okay fine well, let's walk through your memories, basically. And that whole construct, like how they displayed that thing, and we got to see the the different steps in her, you know, in her in her traumatic cycle and stuff like that. And um, and like again, like it was cool that they gave us a really specific reason why the show had that sitcom format, right? It wasn't just like, oh, this is fun, right? Oh, this will be cool to do. It's like, no, 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 no. She's got a very specific connection to sitcoms and what that meant, even relative mm-hmm. to um you know growing up uh in her country right watching american sitcoms right mm-hmm. and and that adding to like this idealized version of family and i love that whole definition of shenanigans you know it's like ah yeah it's like when things go wrong like not that wrong and they're like funny but like that works out in the end and it's like yeah exactly like that type of thing is so specific to that sitcom format we want the drama but like not for real because i come here for the to relieve the drama right um yeah so i don't know they, they did such a good job playing uh playing all those levels um anybody have anything else they want to say about that uh, scene <laughs> i know you're verging on letter gate so i feel like i have to bring it up um so this is uh this is a thing that you know in reading the description on wikipedia and and so on it's clear to me that i just had a wild misinterpretation of what they wanted to convey so you can just file this under the same category as you know if you listen to our suspiria podcast like because there were like multiple characters played by tilda swinton i thought they were all going to be the same person and i was waiting for that the whole time (laughs) <laughs> and uh of course that didn't happen so <clears throat> so i ended up being like kind of disappointed in a way by my confusion so anyway uh basically something like that happens in that scene so it's exactly that moment you're just talking about so you know she goes to see vision she sees um she sees a body you know they're like we're not going to give them to you they, this is billions of dollars you know like come on 
Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, you know, and so she leaves and she walks out to the car, right? And then she gets in the car and in the front seat, there is a letter, mm. a little letter sitting there, okay? <laughs> and so she opens the letter, right? Yes. And the letter describes, you know, the letter's about the, the house in, um, where is it? Westview. Yes. Right? And so then she goes, so like, this is the origin story of Westview, like why Westview, right? If you wanted yeah. to know, like, why the fuck is she there? What does this have to do with anything? Yeah. Here's your answer, right? Send yeah. this letter. So, you know, the way they filmed it, I thought that the implication was that that letter had been left there after she went inside. Oh. Okay, so I suspected that maybe what's his name? was like manipulating this thing and actually sent her there, you know, you think deliberately. Hey, Hayward talking about? Yeah, Hayward. There oh. Yeah, I was suspecting Hayward or a third party, Agatha, who knows, Some someone else. Mm. Like, I thought the point was the letter wasn't there when she went inside. Because the way they shot it, it felt to me like, the. it felt to me like it was communicating like, oh, there's a letter there. Wow, I should I should open that. Yeah, it is. And 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 like I think for me, I don't think we're supposed to think that. I think we're supposed to think she had the letter the whole time and yeah. she just decided to look at it after she saw Vision's body, right? Yeah. But like I just wish they had like shot it like show it, show her having it before, show her looking at it and she doesn't open it, she leaves it in the car, then she goes in just something to like connect those dots for me. Cause I was assuming this was a conspiracy and like, it wasn't even real the letter and like, oh, wow. anyway, I, I got, I got really wrapped up in the idea of this conspiracy because it's the origin of Westview, yeah. which ends up just being arbitrary, you know, like, I feel like why did vision buy a house there? Like yeah, it just seems random. Vision, how did vision... He bought a house for them to settle down in. Yes, I understand, but no, it's just. No, no, no. I, okay. No, he didn't buy a house. He bought a a fucking foundation. Where <laughs> he bought a house area in suburban, you know, quasi rural suburban New Jersey. A lot. Why they describe it? Why? How? Yeah, I yeah, why? I think that's why it didn't. Did that's why it was weird money? for me. Where did he get the it money? Didn't really make did sense. Did he like snap off his pinky finger? And like take it to the bank and trade in the vibranium for money. Well, you know, like, he can pass through objects, so he could just like take the money and just walk in. Yeah, so why didn't he buy a house instead of a <laughs> shitty lot in a crappy suburb? I'm not, by the way, I'm not dissing on New Jersey. This is not anti Jersey sentiment. Mm -hmm. This is the fact that it is a vacant lot in New Jersey. a run downtown. They are clearly showing us that this town in the current moment before the transformation is like kind of falling on hard times. It's like, I think, well, I think there's, there's, there's production reasons for that. And I think there's some <laughs> in world reasons. They couldn't afford to I, build an actual house. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, I think all their money on CGI. I think so. the production reason is that they, they wanted, um, they wanted her to be able to create the house, yeah. change the house, yes. yeah. and yeah. then, um, and then, then I, th the I think, one, I like think West the reason West why, I think why Westview, because don't forget, like Vision is like, like a year old or something, right? Like you know, 
he's he is <laughs> yeah he spent three months of that in the process of learning how to buy real estate <laughs> i i got the sense that you know this is this like he wanted to like have, have the suburban home right? like build the idyllic suburban home and so that's like his version of that is you know this westview plays for whatever reason yeah sure sure. all right so that's lettergate um so okay so there's one more there's one more like sort of nitpicky this isn't quite that but just like detail my first week of knowing you i i knew i needed to buy us a property in the suburbs i'm sorry i'll let it go i just the whole thing just seems like well they were no they were they were together for years before he died you guys remember that right yeah, but were they like in Germany or something? Don't we see them like like abroad? So we do see them abroad. That's when he's hiding out, right? They they what they call stole time, right? They were like hiding out under the mm-hmm. radar before they came back to like, you know, basically be Avengers and like deal with like the the, the government entities and stuff like that. Um so I think it's supposed to just play as a reveal that Vision was basically, you know, planning for their future, right? Like when they come back to this to America or whatever, yeah, like yeah. this is where he thought they would live. And that's supposed to be, you know, a sad reveal that like he had bought this house or bought this plot of land, you know, and and her seeing this future that that she's not able to have that he thought about was like yeah. the, you know the the straw that broke the camel's back on her grief and uh right. and, no and uh, i i get that i get i think it works on an emotional level it's just sort of it's the kind of comp like in a more normal story it would be like i inherited this property from my grandmother and i want us to build a home in it but it's like vision is a new and young entity that live like exists outside of the banalities of real estate purchasing and like <clears throat> but i guess not i don't know uh, and and you don't <laughs> need a house when when you're the two of them you can't i mean as we see she can build a house with her mind but to be so, fair she didn't know she could do that before well yeah. maybe they were just gonna get tony to do it for them come on iron man oh that tony build me an iron house Right. Anyway, I know that I'm nitpicking like something that that just yeah, it it's, it doesn't it doesn't benefit from nitpicking. <laughs> it just cracks me up to think of it. I just I don't know. I don't know. It just seems so like buying real estate is the most quotidian thing. Like I want to I want to see Vision um like mm-hmm. opening a bank filing account. Filing his taxes. Yeah. yeah. But like but like but that's what I, that's what's interesting about Vision. I feel like he would get enjoyment out of like sitting down and filling out long form tax work. Like he's like data in that way. Where yeah, there's that, a data that, thing. Like there, the yeah. thing about humanity he finds it charming, you know, and mm-hmm. quaint. He would love like the the bureaucracy of buying buying real estate or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I love the scenes in like the first or second episode where he's trying to figure out what the company actually does. Mm, like, what, mm-hmm. Yes, but what are the computations for? <laughs> <laughs> Justin, did you finish your point about the thing you were nitpicking? Uh, no, no, I didn't even start it. Um, so whatever, it's fine, no big deal. Uh, I, I, I got this uh, in my head very clearly. Um, so. 
it's really just about the it's about the broadcast all right so mm-hmm. so you know the show the show's called WandaVision. yeah right? uh multiple times throughout the series we are greeted with credits they say WandaVision, right yeah and so like it's like this is a tv show and it's broadcasting right they watch it the people on the outside can actually watch it right yep. and they do and they talk about what they see right mm-hmm. so it's it's broadcast so like there's a few points about that that i feel like are not addressed or i don't know even even i don't know <laughs> yeah what else can you do besides address them there's a few points about that that just kind of bother me so the first point is they actually never even talk about why she's doing the like i guess wanda's doing the the broadcast but like yeah well the answer it's a it's a it's a mythology answer that's basically the basis of her power is warping reality so when darcy said you know she found you know cosmic uh background radiation you know the the sort of earliest forms of energy from the big bang um she's finding that she, she she found that signal which made her think okay let me see if there's a broadcast or something right and then they say a line something like um you know the universe created this show like the universe itself is broadcasting the show which means another way of saying like wanda's powers altered the universe like it it, it or i should say um she used the universe to alter itself or something like that so so to me like it's um it's getting at like how powerful she is and like the fun like where her power is sort of coming from you know what i mean like what's what's actually you know so if you're saying like oh she can turn one object into another like what's what does that really mean right are the are the atoms rearranging or something like that and the answer is more like the the actual you know physical properties of the universe even subatomically or like she's able to manipulate that stuff right and they even talk you know we see that with um you know with monica's uh genetic changes or whatever going through the hex so yeah i totally agree with you they didn't spell that out like why a broadcast um but if you know that her 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 biggest power is warping reality like that's basically what it is is her power operates on that same uh cosmic radiation level so so and and i think it's the other answer is that that's that's what wanda did with that's what she chose to do right like she um created this world that is a sitcom that is a thing that is broadcast yeah right and that includes commercials like yeah like the commercials exist so that this gets to my the question is the question is who's watching it right uh and that's the thing i thought would was gonna be in terms of m- being mistaken about the plot i thought the big villain was going to be revealed to like maybe be a character who who manipulated wanda into creating this just for their own entertainment to like watch this sort of show. Like the reason it's a show is because there's somebody somewhere watching it. Right. Uh, and, 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 and sort of some higher level cosmic being or something who's like found a, a, a way to kind of uh, play on, play on Wanda's grief and, and you made her use her power to do this. And that's kind of what happened. It's just that Agatha, it, it, you know, she's not watching the show. She's in the show. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, 
so there there's a couple things about like yeah yeah I, I i think that's that's fine um but so the other thing that was sort of bothering me about the tv idea was that like they I, to, to uh, how can i explain this so you know here's one version of the show that you could imagine might be true Wanda creates a TV world, you know, because she grew up on TV. She's into it. She wants to like live in this TV world to like escape, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, the reality of her situation and to like, you know, bring people back to life and stuff. Like, right. So she's living inside the sitcom, right? That's one version of what the show could have done. But I don't think that's really what they portray, at least sometimes. Mm -hmm. So like what's interesting to me is that the credits actually credit the people as the actors, right? So it'll say like Wanda Maximoff in, you know? So it's like, yeah. so that makes me think that she's actually conceptualizing it as they are actors yes. in a sitcom. So it's not a fantasy that she's in, in the world of the sitcom, but it's a fantasy that she's an actor in a sitcom. And I feel like they almost say this when in this in that sequence with Agatha, eventually they end up on a TV set, on a sitcom TV set, mm -hmm. and they show it, you know? And it just made me wonder about how they were seeing this, you know? Is she was she imagining cameras there the whole time and an audience, you know, the laughter? Like mm -hmm. where did that come from? You know, just like I felt like the concept of it was just a little slippery for me. I, I had a hard time getting a handle on what exactly yeah. is the fantasy here? Like, you know, <laughs> it, it, it seemed, and you know, there was the, uh, the late 2000s show where they would do these talking heads, you know, and then at a certain point, there's like a, yes. there's someone off screen who's the director who's later revealed to be Agatha. Right. And that creates an extra complication because yeah. Agatha even gets her own theme. Right, she yeah. does this like the, uh, with with credits and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. Agatha all along. That's a whole show that also appears, and and so anyway, all these things just kind of broke my brain. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all on purpose because the question is who's the who's the who's watching this, you know, and that's what's even extra weird, right? Is at the end, like you said, at the end of the WandaVision show when they cut to credits. There's a there's a credits for the show, then there's a credits for the show. Right. <laughs> and right. it gets really weird that we're watching they're different the credits from the show, watching the credits for the show, you know. I yeah. think I think it is sort of slippery. I think it it's uh as as reality bending should be, it 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 bends the mind uh exactly what is happening when and at what level of control does she have? Um, so yeah, I basically got the sense that that you, part of the problem is the, what the show is in the beginning. She's she's not in on the joke, right? She doesn't really know why. She's not really thinking reality is something she made. You know, she's sort of in it, thinking it's normal, but knowing but that is she imagining like. You know, they do a scene and then like they go sit in the dressing room and like I know we never see this, but like I'm just trying to like yeah, it together, I, you know. I think there's times, yes. So I, I think we saw that in the, the 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 fourth episode, I think, um, when Monica shows up uh, with delivering the baby. I think what we're supposed to think is they're in Westview in a real physical reality. 
um uh wanda you know when when the show is going that's when there's some concept of a camera angle point of view that is broadcasting what that camera is showing but but i don't think there's a physical camera in that physical space okay and and so that's why they're so they would just be sort of playing to nothing i think like the the house is real there is no like stage even though of course they shot the show that we they shot the show yeah they shot the show on a sitcom set with the real audience right but i think when wanda is in her house there's four walls but the television thing that she's broadcasting like i said manifest itself from some camera point of view that you could get if you turn the tv to the right channel right so that thing is a whole other thing that's a whole thing about wanda wanted to be in this tv world so much that on a physical universal fundamental level the universe said cool it's a tv show here it is and tv shows are broadcast on this spectrum so yes i'll give you a tv show that's it like that's how I took their answer from that. Like it, it, it was so. It wasn't just like I want to be in a reality where I'm controlling people's minds. Is I want to be in a TV show, which has physical properties and conventions to it that the universe had to and had to create because of her power. Right, right, and not. You know, and, but it's completely ancillary to what's happening because we don't. You know, no one ever has to see the show, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of just helps with the conceit of the show. Yeah. It creates like safety and and uh, and parameters and a sort of comforting. Well, and that's the other thing too. Yeah, they they mentioned that she's editing it right, so she's editing out the bad parts. So, like you were saying, Justin, mm-hmm. like. If she right. wa- if she's not on right, she's done with her dialogue, or whatever, and she goes to another broom in the house, you know, or she's having a bad day, like that doesn't get broadcast, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's the thing that they didn't really, obviously, expand on. It would have been cool to to get Wanda's point of view about the fact that her life was being broadcast as a TV show. I mean, we kind of we get. I mean, we get. Does she, she even know that. that that was happening? Well, we get that she, by the end. We understand that she knows that she was living in this fantasy world that took the form of a show. But I don't know if we could go so far as to say that she knew that it was being broadcast on a frequency that you could pick up. So it'd be interesting to get her opinion on like that whole thing. And then what's weird is they could, I guess they could have recorded it so she could like watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of questions there that were like strangely. She wouldn't have wanted to watch it. She wouldn't have wanted to discuss it. You know, mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. she would have wanted to just move on and have all of that because she was living it. And I, you know, I do think it's the sort of thing that is just more um, satisfying if you don't try to like analyze its mm-hmm. logic too much. Yeah, and that's, that's not really your mo. No, I, so not. Um, yeah, I I agree. No, I, think- I can go with it, but it's like. You know, I guess, like, I'm thinking about it from a character level, like, you know, because... Yeah, what I, is happening for her yeah. in, when the show is not being That's what I'm trying to understand. Yet. And so I feel yeah, like that's not but... just a purely, like, theoretical thing. Like, it, it should matter to some extent, you know, just on right. a well, basic we character really level. Find, yeah, we, I don't know if this is if this is all of the tree bedding out or only a piece of it, but it, we don't get any indication of what is happening to her 
uh, like, does she is her experience of this just rolling from like episode to episode? Yeah, sort of like twenty four, but without the you know, <laughs> right? Without that, right? Like, there, there is actually nothing happening for her in between the episodes. She's like glipping from. Well, no, I got the sense that she's, well, from her breakdown, you know, I got the sense that she's just living sort of life normally, you know, and she's only just broadcasting the parts that are the show, right? Um, That's how, that's kind of how I took it. So she's not like... like scenes where she's changing diapers and washing dishes and things. Yeah, or snapping her fingers and... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, doing, doing something like that. Um, but yeah, it gets a little nebulous sometimes, like figuring that stuff out. Obviously, the, the kids TV were set weird. thing really threw me. Like, I think that's when. Yeah, it's that, really just that one scene. I think, yeah. yeah. I feel like they couldn't resist. I think that was supposed that. to be diff- Yeah, that was her world being a stage, and they couldn't resist, like, not f- making that a physical. Like okay, here's what the ground truth mm-hmm. is. They have the set because of because they used it for the, the other part of the show. But it felt like it should have been a reveal, you know. But it, it wasn't though. So no. uh, yeah, because, I because it was with that, yeah, because they weren't in the real world, right? Um, right. They were walking through witch doors and going. But they were them. seeing like real things, right? I mean, when she saw the stuff from her past, like that stuff. Yeah, really she happened, was basically right? reliving her memories. Yeah. So uh-huh. I would think like going on the set would be like reliving her, you know, being on the set. I don't know. Like that's that's how it made sense to me at the time. But that, but I don't think that's really what they want to mm-hmm. communicate. So anyway, yeah. it was that and Agatha being the director of the of the one. Uh, yeah, weird talking well, head what, thing. The other thing that got it weird in that same episode was when Vision's doing a talking head, and then he goes, "Wait, why am I sitting here talking to you?" And so, so now he's not just Vision, the character who's on a Modern Family like sitcom mm-hmm. who's doing a talking head. He's like one level meta above that, knowing that yeah. he doesn't have to sit here and talk because he's not exactly. the character who's scripted to talk. He can do what he wants. The same way when he and Darcy is like and the, the the traffic and he's just like he's like wait I can fly I'm out of here I'm just gonna fly over to Wanda <laughs> just you know what I mean right. and not do the sitcom thing where we are stuck in traffic right. the whole episode so yeah it was interesting yeah well these single camera you know uh, the Office Parks and Rec those kinds of shows have that same problem too there's mm. scenes where it's like I know there's not like some documentary filmmaker standing here you know making this scene like that's but there's but. But then sometimes they act like that is true, that that's actually yeah, they do. that somebody that somebody is right. there filming. Uh, right, but it's absolutely cannot possibly be true all the time in those scenes. Exactly. Yes. And they so want it like, Right. And I yeah, so I guess I mean I, I understand what you're getting at. I just think it's it's yeah. Because yeah, they're talking heads, like the talking heads would be insane if no if there's no camera crew, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. what are you doing right, you're right. crazy you're a crazy person you're ta- you're sitting on the couch talking to no one yes yes those scenes for sure there there has to be someone with the camera or mm-hmm. i mean yeah or it's like it's just delusional but yeah there's many scenes and shows like that that there's there's no reason why there would be a camera person there you know like extremely private scenes or something or just, mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah, I mean, I think the show was was effective for me. I I think it it's sort of um, it shows a real uh, passion for an interest and, and commitment to television. 
which is not surprising because I suspect it was written by TV writers. Mm, those people. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting how they pick up this this really um, kind of fascinating um, like post credits scene with the astral form that is you know like super powerful that she's like doing something while her astral form the scarlet is witch yeah yeah and uh and the the twins crying for help is is clearly a, a setup for um, mm-hmm. yeah so she really does have those like in the comics you know mm-hmm. uh they do really have those kids you know, right. so that was a whole thing when they came around. I was like, okay, they're showing us how how they have these kids. Are they going to be real? Can they stay after the heck? You know, that whole thing. Uh, I thought the whole the whole the climax and the the whole ending I thought was really well done too. I love the, you know, the reveal when when Wanda and, and Agatha are fighting, uh, and you know, flying around doing the witch fight, and Wanda is like missing some of her shots, and you were thinking, oh, you know okay it happens whatever but we're, we're not like thinking something of it but then you find out she's actually marking runes with those we think we're, we're thinking she's not doing something or she's missing but she's actually doing her in-game maneuver here because she learned the lesson from her from her now mentor to the witch who marks the who mm-hmm. cast the runes can cast her spells or whatever and it was like that was such a fucking simple and effective way to show her character growth in that whole thing just oh the one first big thing agatha did against you just do it against her on a grander scale yeah that worked really well i thought that was so cool uh when they reveal the, the big runes written on the side the huge side of the hex and and all that stuff and um because you're thinking, okay, how, how are they going to get out of it? You know, right. what's going to happen? How is this going to resolve itself? Um, and then the whole thing where, like, Wanda got to end the fake world kind of on her own terms. I thought the way that worked uh-huh. out was really well done. And and even the fact that, like, she hurt a lot of people. Like, that was... Yeah, the yeah, I like that part, too. Like, they again, were... They acknowledged that, that, the, like, controlling mm-hmm. them and making them live through this stuff, like, they knew what was happening. Yeah, you know, and they felt like they had to do it, even when they weren't con. And it's like they're not even conscious of their pain when you take the mind control away. Now they're even in more pain because they're like, I, 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 I feel the amount of time that I have been missing from my family. I know how long it's been, and then you know, so it's like this crazy thing where it's like, is it better to mind control them or not mind control them because they're in pain both ways? It's like it is a no win. And that's the thing about we, we mentioned before about like the writers are not afraid of the mess, right? They're not afraid of it being uh, tricky. It's like, is Wanda a hero still? I mean, you know, and I love that thing Pietro said because it was the Halloween episode and like kids were around all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the thing Vision right. had mentioned earlier in the day. Like there's right. a park and there's never any kids, you know? And and that whole thing is like, wait, where have you been hiding the kids all the time? You've just been making them sleep. Oh, that makes sense. So they're not traumatized the whole time about this whole thing. Like she's been just been having them, you know, sleep in their beds at home or whatever. And it's like, that's, you know, it's like crazy. Cause I wasn't even thinking about the kids, you know? Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So I thought like the fact that the show kept telling us that all the details they had thought through. Right. And that they weren't, um, they weren't taking the easy road and then telling such a high concept story you know um because that that happens a lot where they just you know where a show just wants the high concept to be entertaining enough and if you know if you don't think about the details it's fine you know but i thought like it was cool that had they you know 
made sure to kind of deal with that kind of stuff. And again, like, yeah, the, the trauma that she inflicted on these people and holding this whole in town, entire town hostage in such a crazy way. And um, yeah, I thought that tied into the prophecy pretty well because it sort of illustrated it illustrated her power and also how it could be used in mm-hmm. a negative way that wasn't like so bad that Wanda's like irredeemable, but was like yeah. bad enough to see like, well, she turned bad. Like things could get really bad. Yeah. Yeah. She's like that Jean Grey Phoenix character where like when the Jean Grey's highest power form, it's called the Phoenix. And she's like this like elemental spirit type power, crazy, crazy powerful, but like completely uncontrollable chaos agent. So it's like, yeah, yeah, we want Phoenix to fight, but no, you don't because she'll probably kill you all and destroy you all too. But yeah, Wanda is uh, really one of the most famous things she ever did in the comics was destroy all the mutants in one, uh, one sentence. She said, no more mutants. And then all the mutants disappeared. So that's how powerful Wanda Maximoff is, just so you know. Uh, Yeah, she that's her reality warping powers. So she can kind of do anything. She's almost like a Q or something with her height by the the end. Um, But yeah, I thought the way they wrapped up her story was really well done. And like Vision, it's cool that like Vision's back. They were like, listen, you're you're whatever high tech synthoid. Like all of your memories are like indestructible. Yeah, it's like a Cylon. There's a. And then basically, like, yeah, basically, like, yeah, you you don't have the Mind Stone anymore, but you have all your memories. So basically, you're the exact same person because, as we all know, as long as you have your memories, that's who you are. Right. And so, uh, thank you, Memento and Dark City, for teaching us that. Um, (laughs) And. so I thought that was cool. So now there's like a version of Vision out there uh, that we could kind of, that could come back in the story, which is kind of nice because uh, Vision is such a great character. Um, so yeah, I'm curious where that's going to go. Was she if she's going to find out, you know, um, that yeah, he's Vision out just there. flies away at the end. Yeah, he just plays God. Yeah. Uh, I thought the last scene would have them meet up or something, uh, but it, that's not what happens. So. Mm-hmm. I guess they're saving it. I don't know. Supposedly, some of this is going to be picked up in the Doctor Strange movie that's coming yeah. out. So. Oh, I can't wait. Um, I cannot wait. So that's supposed to be... That has been touted as Marvel's first horror movie. Oh, really? It's called Doctor Strange and... Uh, the Multiverse of Madness? Multiverse of Madness, yeah. It's supposed to get crazy. So okay. you've, got two, you've got two reality-warping dimension hoppers going on some sort of uh horror based adventure. So I and I love yeah, I love the end of uh, Scar uh, of uh WandaVision when you see her sipping her tea on the front porch and finally having that peace she's wanted and then you, we we slowly drift in the back and we see like her fucking astral plane form reading the dark hole this book of like insane dark knowledge and i loved it too because it was again the lesson that she learned from agatha because agatha made a flippant remark it's there's a whole chapter about you in the dark hold and i just love that wanda heard that and filed that away for later and it was like if there's a chapter about me i'm gonna go read that chapter and then probably every other chapter and the thing about the dark hold like they talk about that a lot in agents of shield they have a whole season about that book and it's basically this like strict quasi uh conscious uh bastion of knowledge that it's almost like the ring in a way where it like it wants you to use it you know like it it wants you to use its power and so it it basically has all the crazy secrets of the universe in it and stuff like that um so the fact that she's you know leveling up her powers basically uh means that 
when she's in Doctor Strange too, uh, we're gonna get some some new spectacles out of it. Because that's the thing about Marvel. Because I was watching, uh, I've been watching Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I feel like their their whole production company has one of their main ethos is never show a cool thing the same way twice. I feel like that just has to be one of their things. Is every time we come back to a character's costume or their weapon or their tech or their you know, how they use their power or what it looks like or a fight scene. Like, it's always evolving and changing and cooler than it was the last time and not just, like, the same old thing again and again. I think that's where the X-Men movies go wrong is a lot of times, like, no matter who's cast in the movies, like, it just all looks the same, you know? And uh, Marvel's just better at the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for getting us involved in this uh, in this whole thing. Well, thank you for drinking the Kool Aid, um, you know. And I'm sure you guys are itching to check out some other stuff. I mean, it's yes. you know you can go watch uh, Captain Marvel. I think you had a you had a question about why her name is Captain Marvel. Was that a thing you had? Uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't like that name. It seems. It there's like a, it, there's a there's a there's a reason for it that makes sense, okay. and I don't know if it's a retconny reason of like, uh, she was originally always called Captain Marvel, and then they gave her a reason why. But it, it comes from somewhere, and it makes sense when you watch the movie. All right, all right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we there's we have many more movies to check out, so <laughs> we'll mm-hmm. uh, chip away. At yeah, that. yeah, we'll watch a few of those. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's quite a journey. I think it, it works pretty well. Uh, it definitely was a huge shift uh, going from the movies to this. But um, yeah, it it definitely set me up to to want to watch uh, more stuff because I do find the direction of the plot at the end of the show pretty interesting uh it's 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 uh, it's a long journey from like sitcom fake sitcom to like mm-hmm. prophecies and it's like <laughs> it's crazy all in one show yeah, yeah 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 like i didn't know i was gonna get any of that i i yeah. mean like i knew there was some weird retro thing but like i yeah the path it took was really yeah unpredictable and uh uh yeah i, I you know yeah, most shows don't. Most shows don't ask, don't invite you to really think about what you're watching in that, and the way this show does. Of like, I don't even understand the conceit here. Like, wh- what do the characters know? What am I supposed to know? Am I the audience, or is somebody else the audience? Like, what's mm-hmm. happening here? And that, yeah, those early episodes are such a fun ride. One of the most unique shows like ever. Just how yeah. anybody. Now, of course, there's like this concept came from a comic book run. But um, but the mm-hmm. way they did it was very unique and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. it's TV based, I feel like it. This show lives on TV really well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I actually feel like it would lose something in comic form. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't get the same experience. I don't know. I mean, every medium has this thing that it really does well, and and I think if you're gonna do a meta TV show, mm-hmm. you should do it on TV. TV yeah. does TV really well. <laughs> TV does TV the best. That's just that's just me. I don't know. Which is funny because it's like comic books do comic books really well, and then they get all these comic book, TV, and movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, see, that's one of the reasons I I never got into comic books. I I prefer these Marvel movies because I like actors and I like sound and I like action and yeah. static pages and very sparse uh, dialogue. 
just doesn't captivate me the way like a movie, a fully, fully yeah. realized cinematic. They turn them into movies very much. Yeah, well. yeah, and it's like that I can get into when you're you know following actors and these interesting plot, you know, storylines and real dialogue and and real scene craft and uh, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, well, cool. Well, thanks everybody for listening along to our MCU review. review <laughs> i feel like the the next one is like an mc it's the different use of review where we're doing like a song and dance number oh like yeah. ue at the end yeah yeah for yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Some, well some, at a certain uh, point they'll make a, a a marvel musical right yeah, yeah. absolutely it's gonna happen oh, man. as soon as yeah. broadway's up and going again absolutely <laughs> yeah all right. All right. Well, maybe we'll be Good back uh, when you guys watch some some other ones. Maybe we'll come back to uh, some topics. Some yeah, yeah. All the right, Marvel cast. Why not? Sounds good. All right. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye, everybody.